0: Welcome to Practice Care with Carl White, the podcast where we help practice owners in healthcare know just enough about the business
1: side to make good business decisions and keep their practices independent. Now our host, Carl. What are some ways to make your website stand out in dental? There are so many dentists, you know this, it's so competitive and just standing out is such a big deal for anybody and it's true for dentists as well. Well, my guest today has got some ideas about how you can do just that i'm carl white principal at mark advisory group which is a healthcare marketing agency and i'm also the host of practice care and the mission for both is the same and that's to help private practice owners stay private not only is that what they want But I really believe, and I really think it's true, that care is better when it's just you and your provider sitting at the table trying to figure out what's best for you. And nobody else is secretly whispering in the provider's ear what their agenda is, whether it's a hospital, a health system, owners in faraway lands, whoever they might be, when it's just you and your doctor sitting at the table, care's got a much better chance to be better. And today, my guest is Gary Boringer. Gary is the owner of Boringer Creative. And he's a creative marketing strategist who helps small and medium-sized businesses produce measurable results via direct marketing. After 10 years in corporate marketing in the travel and hospitality industries, Gary founded Boring or Creative in 1993, and he's been doing it continuously since. It's an innovative marketing agency that helps organizations of all sizes, from small one-person operations all the way up to global corporations, develop attention-grabbing marketing campaigns that bring brands to life And motivate customers to action. And Gary's one of my go-to sources whenever I need a website done. Gary, thank you for coming on Practice Care. Thanks, Carl. So fill in your background a bit for us. Just tell us a bit more. Bios only tell so much of the story, but tell us a bit more about you so we can get to know you a bit better.
0: Sure. I um, started out actually in um, sales and marketing way back in the day with um midway airlines and i worked... <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes and i worked um i worked on marketing campaigns on the client side and i wanted to work in a more creative role so i ended up uh Uh, leaving that job, uh, going back to school and earning a second bachelor's in advertising art and graphic design. From there, I went on to a magazine and I went on to a um, advertising agency. I worked in-house corporate and I worked at a large um, national safety organization before going off on my own. What is safety
1: organization? What
0: does that mean? Um, I used to work for the national safety council. Oh, okay. In creative services. Got it. Okay. So it's almost like an oxymoron, but
1: yes, <laughs> but there you were <laughs> but there. I was there. Merging I was creative and safety all at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
0: The creative safety. It's, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. Um, so anyway, so I, um, I, I, as I, uh, you know, I just, I just grew the business. People liked working with me and I started freelancing and then I decided, you know, give it a whirl and, and see where I'm at. So I, uh, I ended up moving, moving on, going full-time and I, uh, developed a relationship with, um, a, uh, client of mine that had the second largest direct marketing agency in Chicago and had since moved to New York. And I started doing some direct mail with him. And we did work for uh, an organization called Docs. Dentists for Conscious Sedation was the organization. I used Hmm. to do all their direct marketing events Uh, marketing and things like that and then I picked up work with the Las Vegas Institute which is another dental organization that specialized in cosmetic dentistry actually did ads for Cosmopolitan magazine back in the day wow was kind of interesting and um, and I also did work for um, another group called ramp and that was a dental organization out in Philadelphia so that started me on this path of working with dentists. Got it. And um, I uh, actually uh, started uh, started and still work now with um, a, a dental practice that's the number one Invisalign provider in the United States. He's my client. Okay. And he has a coaching program. So he coaches other dentists on growing their Invisalign business. And when they need Marketing support, he refers business to me. So he's a he's a great resource for me. So that's actually how I got involved in dentistry. because it
1: okay. It's been a while. Yes.
0: Yeah, I didn't been, realize that. It's been it's been like over 20 years. Wow. Of, you know, dental, dental related things. Oh, I also worked with another company called internet dental Alliance. Yeah, I wonder and, what they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do, um, pre-made, uh, cookie cutter websites. Okay. So for your dental practice and their business model is you pay a, um, monthly fee. So mm-hmm. you don't pay for the up- upfront design, but they own all your assets.
1: Hmm. So and by you assets, know, you mean all the wording, all the pictures, all everything.
0: The, so everything. like, if you decide, Hey, I'm not going to stay on with you anymore. You have no website, you have no domain name. You have no website. You have no content. You have Even nothing. the domain. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a, you know, it's a business model. It's mm-hmm. not a business model. I would yeah like to, uh, you know, use, but yeah. you know, and it works a lot of dentists that, you know, a lot of dentists that are starting out don't have a lot of money and they want to have a presence, you know, and it's there. So that's what they do.
1: So about how many dental clients would you say you have today?
0: I would say we're over 50. Okay. So, okay.
1: That's a good number. It's a healthy number. So let's get into it. Dental websites. What do you see that makes a dental website stand out from the crowd? Um, they have to be
0: professional looking okay so and that 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 I know that's kind of a, a loose phrase so what I would say is you want something that looks organized clinical mm-hmm. um styled nicely that mm-hmm. that speaks to your brand values and it has to be easy to get you know, the information. So for example, um, about 50 to 55% of visitors to your site probably are looking at it on mobile. So how does that look on mobile? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one of the things that's really important to Mm -hmm. address. So how does your mobile uh, business look? How does your desktop business look? And there's a certain process that I utilize when building a website mm-hmm. that I try to incorporate on everybody's site. So I want to have everything because most people don't go past your your front page, your landing page. So what I want to be able to do is I want to have people at a very quick glance say, "Oh my gosh, I have a, a toothache. I have, you know, I cracked a tooth, whatever, right?" Mm-hmm let's say you provide emergency Mm -hmm. dental care, right? That should be right on your, on your homepage. You want people to be able to very quickly say, oh, this dentist can do A, B, C, D, and E. Great. Mm -hmm. I need A. I'm going to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's important in development. Now, how it's designed and the nuanced pieces of that, that's where, you know, I come in, work with you on your brand and that kind of stuff, but there's a certain process on how everything is built. And, and that's, that's what I utilize on the sites that I develop.
1: Okay. Now the next question I have is what mistakes on dental websites do you typically inherit? And so just don't say like the opposite of what you just said, like, what, what types of things do you see that you go, I I don't know how this ever got here, you know, client doctor, dentist X, we need to undo this. Like what what do you see? uh, I would it's like say, a caution for the for for listeners, you know
0: <laughs> I would say that a lot of dentist websites are built on ego,
1: okay, and what
0: I mean by that is you know, let's say a dentist is very accomplished, he's gone to you know x y z schools, he's the smartest guy, valedictorian he he's got all these Credentials and that's very important. It's it's a place, but oh, sometimes they don't even have services listed.
1: Really? And like you still a see fair,
0: that? Wow. I see a lot. I see a lot of that, or they'll put in, um, you know, you know, a lot of you know, family pictures on their homepage and things like that. And it's wonderful. Wonder families are wonderful. I have one. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, but if I but if I'm looking for you know, I'm looking for, hey, do you do you do X, Y, and Z and and I gotta scroll through two pages to find that, I'm not coming to your practice. So I would say like all that great credential things could always be added to meet Dr. X. Yeah. And here's all his info. Here's why you want to go to him because he's so great. We could put a blurb on like the homepage, but I find that there's a big focus on some of these kinds of things. And, you know, dentists in general are not, you know, business guys. They're Mm -hmm. dentists, they're, Mm -hmm. they're artists, they're, they're experts in that field. Um, and my job is to help them fill the chair, right? You know, and that's, and that's where I would say I run into a lot of that. And sometimes I encounter, um, a lot of broken links, Mm -hmm. like on their current site, they may have a link to, a video that no longer exists because maybe mm-hmm. they bought a subscription to a service and they chose not to renew it. And then you go to this thing and it talks about dental implants and the dental implant video is not there. And you're just like, Ugh. yeah, you know, and that is, and that, um, to a client says, oh, he's not really.
1: How, how serious are, are they? God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's not up to date. He needs to, you know, this site, if he can't keep the website up, how is he going to take care of my, yeah, uh, my oral health? Yeah. So that's something to think about.
1: Yeah. And you might not like hearing that, but it's true. I want to go back to something you said about uh, if you, you know, populate the homepage with just stuff about you, the dentist, mm-hmm. you know, owner about your family and your credentials in this. Um, you said, you know what, they're not going to come to your practice. And I agree with you, but why do you say I have my reason, but why do you say that? They're gonna make patient X is gonna make that leap from, you know, I don't like fa- I, you know, family pictures too, I'm not coming at all. Why do you say that?
0: Well, I I don't I don't think that there isn't a place for that. I just don't think it's something I look at your homepage as a billboard. Let's say you're driving your car down <clears> the highway. Mm-hmm. And you're you see a billboard out of the corner of your eye. Mm-hmm. You have you have what five seconds maybe, maybe. to read that info. Mm-hmm. So when someone comes to your website, they have to you have to grab them and engage them.
1: Mm-hmm. And what
0: most people are looking for on a website is they're looking for does dentist A provide service B?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do I get an into the how do I get an appointment? Mm-hmm. How do I do this? so although it's important you know and and you know, although that's important to have all these credentials and it's 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 valuable, I would say for most mm-hmm. of the population looking for a dental practice, they'll look into that maybe later after they get to meet you when they call the practice, but you need to get them to reach out to your practice. So unless you provide, and I, and I have some dentists that are like maxillofacial surgeons, they, mm-hmm. they're actually sought after because of their expertise. That can mm-hmm. be a different kind of experience. But if I'm a dentist and I'm doing family care, doing Invisalign, doing uh mm-hmm you know, veneers, things like that. These, 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 you know, practice pieces. There's a lot of dentists that do that and you really need to engage them early on.
1: Yeah. Because nobody cares about the dentist when they first encounter dentist X, they care about themselves and their own problem. Um, You're absolutely right. And that's why like that's telling, showing somebody a picture of your family when you first meet them. Imagine you were at some, I don't know, dinner party and you meet somebody. Hi, I'm Carl. I, we've never met before. Let me show you 15 pictures of my family. You'd be turned off, wouldn't you? Or let me just tell you all about me. You'd be turned off. Uh, it's, the same, it's the same effect. Exactly. It's totally exactly. the same effect. Any other kind of just, you know, big things that you, and just mistakes in your opinion that you inherit? Ego is a big one uh, mm-hmm. and sort of how that plays out. Anything else that you see?
0: I would say oh, the other thing I notice is that there's a lack of um, valuable content. OK. On, on dental websites. So they might say we do this, this, this and this. So sometimes you go to a website and they'll literally have one sentence about a service mm-hmm. and those things. And that's OK. Let's say it's on your home page. It's on your billboard. I do X, Y and Z. Great. But if I want to just drill down a little bit, want to learn a little bit more, it's great to have you know, a little bit of beefier content. So Mm -hmm. they can, they can go in and examine and figure out why would I go to you for this procedure over someone else? So that's good. And it also, and, you know, benefits you from a search engine optimization standpoint, Mm -hmm. because a lot of these websites that I'm working on are not ranked. They're not getting any kind of SEO ranking and that's, and, 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 And it's important to understand that a well-built, well-designed website that has good content will naturally rise from Mm -hmm. an SEO standpoint because it has all the things that a search engine like Google wants to read. Mm -hmm. So if you have a skimpy website that um, has very little content or you have content, I've run into this many times, uh, they'll have... Like stuff about controlled substances, we do mm-hmm. nitrous oxide. I'm like, you cannot be talking about this stuff and ex- expect that site to rank because that is a no-no on some of these these websites. So you have to think about, you know what is an a search engine want to read, and what doesn't it want to read? right? So you have to make sure that you're putting in the 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 information that makes them happy and feeds.
1: Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. What's a? Every year we were talking about this before we start recording. Uh, every year around November, December, the prognosticators start about what they see is big. You know, big trends in marketing for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, every industry has it. Some of it's real. Some of it's fluff. What are you seeing? Dental websites. Like, what's what's the, what's the hot new stuff that you're seeing or that you think is valuable that you're putting into new clients' websites?
0: I would say what's hot um but maybe not new mm-hmm. is video.
1: Yeah.
0: And and here's and here's a great example. Every year for the
1: past 10 years video is going to be huge next year. It is like it's just like it's burning a hole in the ground at the starting line just yeah. waiting to, you know. But yeah.
0: It is. But you know what? It's it's I think makes people nervous. And here's and here's a, I'm going to give you a couple of examples of clients of mine that do it well. I have one client that is a very big Invisalign um a dentist and what he does literally is when someone's done with their procedure he will make a little video just from his smartphone
1: mm-hmm.
0: saying hey what was the experience like are you happy and they're like oh they're gushing you know it's mm-hmm. like one minute video
1: mm-hmm. they're
0: happy He's not on camera. He's just asking the question. So what I do is I'll take these videos and I'll brand them. I'll put his logo in it. I'll kind of produce it a little bit. I'll put mm-hmm. an end screen, nothing heavy duty. You don't need Cecil B. DeMille to make this. It's That's not a right. big deal for those of you uh, that are, are old enough to know who Cecil B. DeMille is, right? Or Steven Spielberg. How about that? There you go. But, but the, the point is, is I like that, Kiki. <laughs> you, you know, it can be done very easily in the moment. And it could be, it could be fun and people like this, you know? And so what I'll do with, uh, with these videos is I'll promote them for the client on Instagram and on their Facebook page and things like this. And people see that and they're like, Oh yeah, I can relate to, Mm -hmm. you know, joe because i've got you know oh yeah look at how look at how easy it was and it's just very easy it's 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 not it's not um too difficult so i would encourage dentists to get used to that Mm -hmm. and to and to blow their own horn this guy's pretty good he likes to and i have i have a another 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 dentist out on the east coast and she is like brilliant at this, I mean, she's texting me videos like every week. Like, oh my gosh, we just had this for so and so's anniversary, and she's like her an employee. Like Yeah, right. Oh, the juices start flowing. So and so, you know, they just had their you know ten year anniversary. So I'll, you know, sometimes she just texts me pictures, and I'll make a little slideshow, and I'll put little confetti's coming down, and mm-hmm. it's just a fun thing. And you know, it's just it it and. And I'll tell you, when I look at the statistics on this, like they get like 25 heart icons, they're getting mm-hmm. people, people love this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so there's different ways to do it. It's pretty, can be pretty easy. And um, you, everybody's got a camera in their pocket now, so it's not too difficult to do. And if it's not your thing, let's say you're the dentist, you just absolutely, hate, maybe you have a hygienist that'll ask the questions. Yeah. It's all, it's all you really want to do. You just want to get that. That in the moment experience,
1: yeah, you know, videos last forever. I mean, not forever, but a, but a very long time. You can re-promote them. In other so much mileage you can get out of a, just a very straightforward video, uh, even one of them. Um, yeah, so so video. It's sort of it's it's not new, but it's still very important. Any other big trends you're seeing now that you're thinking to yourself, you know, what I'm going to start putting these into. I'm going to start you know showing every dental client these. To see if well, one of the
0: this. other trends I would say is I would really encourage, um, dental practices to pay attention to their Google, my business listing. Cause that goes hand in hand True. with their website. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many of them are neglected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what I do is if, um, and I do, when I do social media for dental, dental clients, what I typically do is I'll always promote something whenever I do a post, I'll always put up a post to their Google, my business listing. It keeps that information fresh, keeps Mm -hmm. it going and to pay attention to reviews.
1: Mm -hmm. That's
0: another, that's another
1: issue that dentists, um, some are really, some are, are, it's like polarized and some are just no way, never either as a policy choice or just as a, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, it's very sort of by it's either you're on or you're not
0: yeah but when you think about your audience and let's say you've got uh you, you know let's say you're under thirty five mm-hmm. um I would say that's probably the one of the number one places people go when they're they're picking a new dental practice. what do the reviews look like? Yeah, am I getting good reviews i uh, you know are they are they? are they pretty decent. I think yeah. that's a huge thing. So I think that needs to be paid attention to and I would say that's a that may not be a popular trend but I think it's something often overlooked and ignored and it it's is. really huge.
1: Yeah, there's a I love doing reviews so there's a couple things. One is they have to be new. You have to have some reviews that are new and new means 3 months or, you know, newer. There's a amount of decent research out there that says it's, it's believable when you hear this, you know, the older a review is the less it's paid attention to. That's very believable. Um, mm-hmm. research he's coming back and saying, yeah, you know, at around three months is when that discounting begins. Um, so that's one thing. And, you know, the other thing is, and this is a sad stat, but I, but I believe it because I've read it from so many different sources is people trust reviews from strangers really about as much as they trust review or recommendations from their own friends and family. I mean, how sad is that? Um, And you can scoff on it, but it's true. Um, And so, you know, remember the, uh, everything you're saying, your website, your Google listing reviews, even if you've been doing this for 10 or 15 or 20 years, the patient who has never heard of you and checks you out at 11 o'clock at night, it's their first time getting to know you. So, you Mm -hmm. know, you still have to pay a little bit of attention to the first impression that you make and the sum total of what Gary's talking about, you know, website about them, not about you not about ego, everything else. It's all pointing to make the best first impression that you can with Google as well, because that person has ever seen you before. Um, and it matters. It just, it all really matters. Um, cool, really good stuff, Gary. Very, very good stuff. Uh, a couple of wrap-up questions, because we like to try to keep it bite-sized here and practice care. First question is, is there anything you think I should have asked you that, you know, that our audience should hear about, but I just didn't think to ask you. Yeah, I would, I would
0: mention one thing that I think is something that I've seen as a, as an emerging trend, Mm -hmm. direct mail. Really? (laughs) Old is new again? One of those? Well, I do a lot of direct mail for dental practices. Hmm. And what I find is that as people um, as people get less and less mail in their mailbox mm-hmm. when you send something to them, it gets paid attention to more. and I do, for example, I'll do a an invisalign promotional postcard for a client. They'll have somebody stick it on their refrigerator for six months and then they come in
1: mm-hmm.
0: They hold on to it for when they need it. Mm-hmm. And the results are surprisingly good. And it's yeah. pretty affordable. There's a, a lot of affordable solutions, um, like an Every Door Direct Mail campaign is mm-hmm. obviously is a lot less expensive because you're sending to, let's say, a neighborhood. So it's not going right. specifically to a person. So it's something to really think about and consider. And given your geographic area, that
1: that can be very helpful to you. So it's something to look into. And one thing you can do is just to tie it back to websites is you can put uh, a unique website link or just your homepage or a QR code, and then you can drive traffic to your website, which just made Google happier. And now these two different marketing tactics, website and direct mail kind Mm -hmm. of tie in as one.
0: Yeah. I just, I just delivered one today to a client where they
1: have a QR code where
0: you snap it on the postcard, it takes you to your phone, and you can view your Invisalign smile by taking a selfie. Interesting. Because it's tied to Invisalign, to their Invisalign account. So they, so somebody gets the postcard, they take the selfie, they know it came from the postcard, mm-hmm. boom, 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 it goes full circle. So yeah, there's, there's a, a huge opportunity there. Yeah, the yeah. That. You may not have thought about but yeah, yeah direct mail i would say is is definitely not dead and it works i think very good in a business to consumer environment in in the dental area
1: right and just one point to make there if you're hearing this and you roll your eyes going oh i hate getting direct mail well then don't mail it to yourself your own campaign <laughs> think about the people you're trying to attract and yeah um cool so and then the other question is so we've caught somebody's attention talking about their website maybe they're thinking about, you know, I've been sitting on my website for a while and I should do something. Are there a couple of tangible steps you'd recommend that they take that they could start doing as soon as they're done really practical stuff that they could start doing as soon as they're done listening to us with regards to their website?
0: Well, they might want to take a look at their website and they may want someone else to look at it. So Mm. create your own little focus group, have a friend, have a Someone that can give you an honest assessment, and they may tell you a couple of things and mm-hmm. see if if you're okay with um you know and see what you can learn from it. I think that would be really useful. And the other thing I would really suggest, and this happens a lot is you know i my cousin's brother's nephew's uncle does websites.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I've, I, you know, and he told me I should do this. So I had him go in and I'm going to have him do this and I'm going to have him do that. Um, one of the things I would suggest is to really think about that from a professional standpoint. And and I'm not saying you'd have to use me, um, mm-hmm. although it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say talk to a professional that does some of this work. Um, because it's, it's important to kind of get an understanding and maybe like when you're looking for a doctor, maybe get multiple um, opinions, you know, and see what, what one recommends versus another versus another, because I think if you don't have a professional, reliable person, you know, you can, you can maybe do yourself more damage than good.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it, it, I, I hear this sometimes we both hear this sometimes. And I always think, you know, in what other part of your life would you pay money for something that's important to you, to somebody with a profile like that? Like, I don't know, let's say you needed to redo your, your, your waiting room in your practice and uh, your, you know, your mother's cousins that uh, laid carpet a couple of times. Oh, we'll have them do it. Would you really, would you really, or would you maybe have somebody who's done it a few more times? Um, it's kind of the same thing here. And you're right, get multiple quotes and check the experience. But yes, you and I are biased on this, but look to professionals. Well, cool, Gary. Thank you so much um, for coming on. This is, it's really practical stuff, but it's really important stuff. Your website's your front page. It's the first thing that most people see. Why wouldn't you want it to be attractive? And yet you and I both see examples of just, you know, horror stories of why on earth would anybody call that practice up based on what they see here. So really, really useful stuff. We're going to put all your contact information in the show notes for this episode so that anybody who wants to get a hold of you can do so. And a couple of points before we wrap up. First, if you own a practice and you've got an experience with the business side of your practice that you think others would benefit from, or if you're someone like Gary and I, we service private practices, same bit, you've got experience you think others would benefit from, We really want you to come on Practice Care and tell the world about it in Gary's show notes and in every episode show notes, there's instructions. It's a link, a couple of questions. Tell us what's on your mind so that we can get you scheduled as soon as possible. And finally, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to Practice Care on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks very much. And until next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Practice Care with Carl White. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guest contact information in the show notes. Stay tuned for the next episode.